Hi, and welcome to Concepts for Living. We're coming to you, as you can see, from our empty parking lot and in compliance, but we are coming to bring you more biblical principles for contemporary living. Yes, even in these extraordinary times, God has a word for us, and we are grateful to him for it. Stay tuned, because I'll be speaking from the theme, You Shall Not Go Out Empty. As this word is being released today, I want you to know, for me, it's not another sermon. In fact, it is a prophecy. It's a prophecy so that you might be able to see out of the experience in the text how it relates to where you are and where I am today in the midst of this coronavirus situation. I believe that God wants to speak to you directly. So stay tuned, open your mind and heart and spirit and receive a prophecy in your life. Well, biblical history will attest to the fact that God's people, the Israelites, on numerous occasions were found in captivity, exile, or bondage. In those particular times in confinement, in restriction, in all kinds of slavery style and slavery behavior, not having certain freedoms. Well, I believe that's where we are today in the sense that we have limitations, boundaries. We have things that we cannot do and things that we are required to do that are difficult and certainly unusual. But I want you to know that in the midst of it all, you can experience what God wants to do in your life, in your family, yes, and in this community. You know, when you read through history, you'll discover that many times God's people were found in bondage or exile because they lost a war, they lost a battle. And as a result, they became captives of those who won the battle. The word indicates, though, that there were times when God himself would initiate and orchestrate conditions that put his very own people in captivity, in bondage, in exile. Yes, God did it. God would create a situation using the enemy to reprimand his children, to bring correction to their behavior. Stay tuned and you're going to see that in the scriptures, God's people were constantly in captivity, in and out, in and out, this nation, that nation. At times, it would be the nations of 
the Midianites and the, the nations of, of the uh, Philistines and, and all of these other nations would take God's people captive. The Amorites, the Ammonites, all of them. In fact, some of their stay would be as much as 18 years and then God would come. But do you remember the big Babylonian captivity? It was 70 years. God had them serving Babylon. But at the end of the 70 years, God said, I will come and perform my good word unto you. And that's important. It's one thing to see that you have been in captivity. It's another thing to hear God's word that's spoken over you concerning your captivity. God said, I will come and I will perform my good word to you. We love Jeremiah 29, 11. Many quote this. I know the thoughts that I think concerning you. Thoughts of good and not of evil to give you an expected end. One translation has it, to give you a hope and the future. Boy, what good news in the midst of captivity. What good news to know that no matter how things look, no matter how things are, God has put an expiration date on it. One day he will come, one day we will experience what it means to be set free. And so notice with me, first, the prophecy. But in order to do it, we're going to have to go into Genesis chapter 15. Genesis chapter 15, verse 12 to 16. Listen to it. It's going to speak directly to you. And when the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell upon Abram, and lo, and horror of great darkness fell upon him. And he said unto Abram, that is God said, know of a surety that thy seed shall be a stranger in a land that is not theirs and shall serve them and they shall afflict them 400 years and also that nation whom they shall serve will I judge and after shall they come out with great substance and thou shall go to thy fathers in peace. Thou shalt be buried in a good old age. But in the fourth generation, they shall come hither again. For the iniquity of the Amorites is not yet full. Now, this particular passage speaks of a time when God made a covenant with Abram. 
obviously Abram is Abraham and that God expanded upon his name changing it to Abraham so God meets with Abraham notice the conditions number one the sun had gone down underscore that notice that a deep sleep came upon him and then look at this and horror of a great darkness fell upon him that means that he fell asleep in the midst of it he now sees horror get the picture in your mind because what you observe is that there are times in our lives when we find that the circumstances that we're facing while awake expands and is exasperated in the midst of even our sleep or our dream time but there is a prophecy now I don't know who you're with your family your friends or whoever you're with I want you to just repeat that after me and simply say and there was a prophecy because a prophecy makes the difference a prophecy is that of hearing of something that has not yet happened that will surely happen so then it is a foretelling so to be a prophet means that you must be a foreteller to the extent that God is now telling Abraham Abraham these are the things that's going to happen in the future it's important for us to understand that everything that happens in life on this globe in this earth has already been prophesied as always we have three points to this message number one the prophecy Number two, the prolongation. And number three, the promise. Stay tuned and be further blessed through this message. You shall not go out empty. God says it's been long, I know, but just know I'm coming. Nothing like waiting. <laughs> because when we truly wait on the Lord, we shall renew our strength. We shall run and not be weary. Come on now. We shall mount up like wings of eagles. So then we have the prophecy, the prolongation, and now the promise. Here is the promise. You shall not go out empty. Now there's nothing worse than being empty. And when the end comes, you're still empty. But I want somebody to get this. That when it comes time for you to be liberated and set free. When God will cause you to leave your Egypt situation. Then the scripture tells me that what's going to happen is that people will experience favor like they've never known. God said, I'm going to favor these people. Look at somebody and say to them, favor is coming on my life. 
I know I don't look much like it right now, but favor is coming on my life. And God not only says I'm going to give favor to them, <laughs> but God said that when the time comes, then you're going to go to those very same people that were your masters, that had you under oppression. You'll go to them and you will receive from them. When you're going out, on your way out, then you're going to receive favor to the extent that it will come from extraordinary sources. The very people that you never thought would ever bless you, go stop blessing you. Oh yeah, I, I believe the word of God is not just written to be history, but I believe the word of God was written so that somebody may see it's his story. That's his story. He's got that testimony that God will bring him out and that God will let favor. The Bible says that when this people go out from here, they'll go out with substance. Substance, that means great possessions. Not just gold and silver and raiment or clothing. But there are some things that's going to be issued forth that cannot be hung up on a rack. There are some things that God's going to do for you that you cannot use as bling. Because somebody's coming out of this with a greater faith in God. Somebody's coming out of this situation that we're facing right now in this country and they're going to have a greater hope in God. They're going to have strong witness that if God said it, I believe it, and that settles it. To the extent that God made a promise and he cannot lie because he's not a man. If he said it, shall he not do it? Shall he not make it good? I'm prophesying right now that over your life, over your situation, God is going to prove himself to be God to you. I know it don't look like it, but, but would you believe it? If you could just have the faith, the faith that comes from going through something. Somebody told me on one occasion when I was going through a difficult time, they said, but wait a minute, wait a minute. If God could bring you to it, God will bring you through it. Somebody is getting ready to go through the passing through it. And the blessing is that as they are exiting, <laughs> they'll get reparations. I said reparation. You know, reparations, they've, they've, they've uh, legislation and world governments have addressed this theme and subject of reparations. Reparations is simply this, compensation for what you suffered. For everything you are going through right now, for everything that you are facing right now, for every hurt, for every pain, for every tear, God will give you reparation. Compensation is on the way. So be careful that you don't let the spirit of disillusionment, that you don't let 
the spirit of cynicalism begin to fill your mind. Because if it fills your mind, soon after it will be acted out in your life. No, God said you will receive. Somebody is being set up for a greater anointing in your life. A greater anointing in your ministry. A greater anointing, more effectiveness. More favor is going to be released on your life. Can you receive that? I hope you can. Listen to me. We have to be careful that we read the signs right. God said it. I don't care how things look. God said it. I don't think it looks like it, but God said it. You have to stand on what God said. Do you remember Ruth? She went to Moab. The book of Ruth, chapter 1, verse 20 and 22, down to 22. This is what she said. She said, uh, uh, when she came back to her homeland, when she came back after spending time in Moab, but there she lost her husband. He died. Her two sons died. One of her son daughter-in-laws left her. There's no food. The only thing that she has is what she can glean. The scraps that are left out in the field that Ruth would gather every day and bring. It's something rather important for us to observe. Read that passage for your own enrichment. Ruth chapter 1 verse 20 to 22. And what you're going to observe is that yes, Ruth came back and she said, I went out full, but I came back empty. Watch this. She said, I went out full, but I came back empty. So don't call me Naomi anymore because God has dealt with me bitterly. I'm messed up. Things around me are all jacked up. No job, no food. I'm bereaved. I lost my loved ones. I mean, what good can come out of this? Well, if you read that passage, you will see that when she came out of Moab back to her homeland, watch this, it was the beginning of harvest time. Most of the time when we think that we are at the end and we put a period there, God puts a comma. God said, now hey, hang up a minute here. Just hang up a minute. I, 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 I want you to know I've got something set up for you. It's taken some time to get it together. I've got to arrange certain things uniquely for you. And so God had a harvest waiting when she was saying she was empty. So I wonder this morning, is there somebody out there right now who are looking at your situation and only seeing emptiness? You're hurt, you're bereaved, tears on your face. Your heart is aching. Yes, I understand that. And, 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 and you know, my heart goes out to you. But I want you to know that above it all, God's got something big. He's got
want favor on its way to your life. You will not have to glee in the fields anymore because God's going to promote you to a status where instead of begging for, you'll be giving of. Well, I hope that you have been blessed and challenged through this word because the fact is, with all that we're going through, we shall not go out from this empty. We're coming out with something. We're coming out with a greater faith. We're coming out with a richer and confirmed hope. We are coming out with victory, yes, because we shall not go out empty. Now, I want you to always bear us up in your prayers that God will grant unto us the grace to continue ministering even through these extraordinary times. May God bless you and yours. Thank you for viewing Concepts for Living. If you would like a CD, DVD, or download the entire message, go to our website, www.fcogchapel.org. We would like to hear from you. Please send an email for prayer or send a praise report on how God is blessing you through this program. We invite you to join us again for another Concepts for Living.